Welcome to Youth 412 Connection Podcast. In a current world of negative influences and uncertainty that youth are dealing with, Y412 Connection's goal is to help them establish a positive foundation for building faith, character, morals, values, and positive behavior in young people that will help them grow in their life. We are reaching out to the youth and are making connections to help empower them by providing them with resources and programs that will help develop them and help them become positive and productive individuals. This podcast is one way that we help empower youth by engaging them through conversations on how they see life, their experiences and what they deal with as youth as well as how they are making an impact and or helping to influence or serve other youth or community. Now let's go to this week's guest on Youth 412 Connection Podcast and your host. Well, hello and thank you again for joining us here on Youth 412 Connection. We're happy and excited that we're able to do this and bring you this format for basically the youth, but I know that we're getting a lot of people that are coming on and listening to some of our past interviews that we're doing, and we're excited to be able to bring you another individual here, a youth that I've had the pleasure of knowing for about, I think, three or four years now. And he was part of our our youth team that we had, and he's really come a long way, and he is very mature for his age, I think, sometimes anyway. (laughs) But uh, no, I'm so happy to have him with me here today, and uh, he's a really good individual. And he, the thing is that he's doing a lot for the Lord, and that's a great thing. Have him share with you some of his ins and his outs, maybe some highs and lows, especially some of these things that maybe have happened in the past you know, year or so with COVID that's been going on. But in reality, I want him to just really speak about what's in his heart and what he feels that maybe he wants to share with our listeners. Starting our podcast, we're, this is our third episode here on our Youth Board 12 podcast. So we're grateful and thankful that we're able to come here and to bring you, like I said, these different interviews across the board. We want to bring those who are wanting to share something with our audience and also being able to inspire other kids that maybe have gone through what they're dealing with or what they've gone through to be able to make a difference in their lives. And some of the, like I said, some of the ins, some of the outs, the highs, the lows, uh, they'll come and they'll share it with our audience here on our Youth 412 Connection podcast. But I want to welcome here today, Jake, Jake Ryan, as he's well known. It reminds me of Jake Ryan. Isn't that that character that comes out on the movies? 16 Candles, yes. Well, him and some other one is kind of like the Born Identity. Oh, is it like the Miley Cyrus one? No, no, he's kind of like one of these uh, agents. Oh, Jake from State Farm. No. Oh, I thought that's what <laughs> that's you That's an were. insurance guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the uh, actor Jake Ryan. He's, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what he is. He's like a special agent guy. I, I don't know. I'm surprised you've never seen those movies. No. I've seen well, a lot of movies. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying it surprises me that you haven't <laughs> seen that m- right. or that character that you don't know about that character. But, Jake, thanks for coming and being here and sharing your time with us today. How's it going? I'm doing good. It's yeah. been a while since we've talked. Yeah, yeah. I know things change a little bit. You know, that's what I always tell the kids. You know, sometimes things will, will change. Hopefully they change for the better, right? Oh, yeah. Only yeah. for the better. Yeah. And so it, it depends, again, how we handle those changes because sometimes we don't want to go through change. Yeah. Right? But sometimes we have to go through change. And I know you've experienced change. you experience a lot of things oh, in yeah. your life. And even though you're, what, 20, 20 right now or yeah, what? Yeah, 20, about to be 21. About to be 21. Legal yeah. age. Yep. Totally legal. Yeah. Legal, legal, eagle. Yeah. You know, I know those things have happened, and like I said, I've, I've known you for about three, four years already. Going on five. Going on five that long. Yeah. Thanks for making me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> Every time one of the kids, I was like, yeah, didn't I know you like about 10 years ago? That, oh, 
yeah, that makes me like 10 years older now. Yeah, like when we first met, you were with uh, Jumping Jimmy. Oh, yeah. With the, what is it called? The... That's his nickname. For people that don't know, Jumping oh, yeah, Jimmy is a Jimmy. nickname. Yeah, that's not his real name. But oh, that's... yeah, for the drama, right? Was it the drama? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we were doing that, uh, what was it called? One of the... It was like the story of... um. The Passion? No. It was, was like it here? Recon. We're the... at here? Yeah. But the full story of Recon. Like from when he was younger all the way till he was... Oh, Same the, Christ. I don't know. We, I've done so many. I yeah. mean, I'm like trying to There's remember. So many. But uh, yeah, I know that I've I've <laughs> I've, um, I've known you for about yeah now. Thanks wow. a lot. Five years now. I really feel old. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, it's been a it's been a heck of a ride, right? We've been through a lot. Oh yeah, we have. It's past. A lot of things have been year. going on, especially this past year. I know. But how has you know you being a youth? I mean. What is and I always kind of sometimes I ask this like what is what is the hardest thing growing up as a youth like in high school what was the hardest thing that you used to deal with actually um, having a relationship with Jesus having yeah like saying that you're a Christian or having a belief because people in high technically people in school judge you literally through the whole time you're in there and like, they're judging you because you're a believer or, or is it I mean it it's sort of like oh you're a believer slash you believe in that? You believe in that? Uh, like I had a friend. Not gonna say his name. He I probably he probably won't even hear this, but he told me, "Do you really believe that Jesus walked on water?" He's like stories down the line. Like you know how you could tell a secret to somebody, and by the time it gets to like the fiftieth person, it gets the totally secrets. different. Yeah, I'm like, he's like, "You really believe that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I believe that." He's like, "They could say Jesus was walking on a boat, and it finally got to us, and it says Jesus walked on water." That's what he's telling me. I was like. And in high school, I was like literally second guessing my my belief, and it really hurt me. Because, because they were putting that. these things in your head, yeah. like like questioning your faith. Yeah, like it, I was like, wow, like really, and that made me question some. And to be honest with you, it did throughout high school. But you know, I I finally figured out that you know it's not the it's not you having to see it for you to believe it. It's for you believing it, which makes you see it. You know the what I mean? Faith. Yeah, the faith is what you see. Right. Not the not the action behind it. No, you see the faith. And that's a lot of times, you know, that's funny because I'm trying to remember somebody said that almost something similar to the same thing that they would make fun of them. Or I guess maybe even got to the point where they would bully them in school because of their faith, their belief, right? Yeah. About what they believe or what they think or maybe whatever they shared with them. And they would like, you know, probably question like what you're saying. They would put these things in your head like, well, yeah, did he really walk on water or did he do these miracles and stuff? And I think the the part of that is that if you're not strong in your faith, it'll question or put some doubts in your head. Yeah, it would. And yeah, that's what that's what I get from it. Like if you're not strong in your faith, then you are going to question it. But if you know and you believe in God and you listen to his word, you don't need to have no questions, have no doubts because you already know it's true. There are some things that you cannot explain, and there are some things you can't. That, right. There's some things you can, but some things you, you just can't. So how do you, how was that, or what made you stronger as you went through your high school years that really, or, or did you struggle through the whole thing? I mean, I don't know. I mean, some kids think that they are strong, and they think, well, yeah, I am, but talking it and walking it sometimes are two different things, right? Yeah, it's like my father always told me, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. How well, did that help as far as like, I mean, well, what allowed you to be stronger or to say, you know what, I, I have to, it's not that I come back and, and talk you down on what you're, what you're saying or what you're telling me. It's 
like let me let me share my story with you so yeah. maybe it'll help you understand well what changed everything after that was that when i got kicked out of football uh, it was in it was when i was in football through my freshman and sophomore year and my mom always told me maybe it's a good reason you got kicked out Maybe it was. You got kicked out because of that? Because, no. Or it was something different? I got kicked out of um, football for me getting injured. Okay. An injury and, took you yeah, out. Yeah, an injury took me out. And they said I was accident prone. So they told me, we're just going to have you on the sideline. And I was like, no, I want to want to play. I don't care if I, if I hurt myself again. I want to play. And they were like, we can't have that. So I quit. And they were like, well, grab your things and we'll swap you out next week. But, and I, and that same day, <laughs> other things that happened are. Our dog that we had just got 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 hit by a car, and you know I just felt like everything was happening to me, like everything, like why was God letting this happen to me? And my mom, and after that, I was to, I told my mom, why is everything happening like that? Like why is it just me? Like because nothing happened to my sisters, nothing happened to my mom and my dad. It was just like it felt towards me. I was like, was it me? Did I do anything? And my mom told me, you know, maybe it's just something we need to go through. There's always challenges that we have to go through. And it shows you at the end when you figure it out. And you're like, oh, you're like, that's it. Like, oh, like, should have had a V8 thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those moments like, Wing. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, and you're like, okay, I understand now. Yeah, but the first, I think the first thing you think about, right, I mean, right, is that, you know, like, God, why me? Yeah, like you. You question God. or You or ask you, God like, and you're. And you're like, why me? Like you're, and you're frustrated too. You're like, up to here at the, and it hurts. But at that point, God's like, I'm showing, you, I'm giving you something better, after that. So. But you don't see that yeah, at you, the moment, right? You because see. you're dealing with the pain, or you're dealing with the hurt, and yeah. I mean, if you the pain as far as what you're telling me, what was that feeling like? I mean, what was, how was it hurting you? What was the pain that you were feeling? It, it, what it sound, what it felt like was like everything was being torn apart. You know what I mean? Nothing was going my way. And, you know, nothing would happen right. Like, stuff would always be wrong. Like, And I remember, I, to be honest with you, I blame God. I'm like, why did you take me out of there? I love football. And, you know, because of that, I got closer in Jesus. I got closer, way closer. I did other things, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back to that. And God's like, and God was like, no, you're going to do something better. Back to football, you mean? Yeah, what? like, and I was like, you know what? Maybe senior year I could come back and play and you know god had something better i got two years of college for free and that's because i didn't need no scholarship from football i didn't need no scholarship from any athletic sports i got my four years of history in high school like you know how you get like uh endorsements i got four years of that in one year because i failed three of them and i got all four in one year which was by the grace of god Mm. Like, you know, you give him what you, you, you give him what needs to be given and he'll give you what you need. Right. It's not, it's not what I want. It's yeah. what I need. It's what I need. Yes. I know I go through that a couple of times right. with some, with my nieces and stuff. It's like, I want this. Okay. Is it what you want or is it what you need? Yeah. Cause sometimes they're two different things. Yeah. Like you wanted to play football. Yeah. Right. And, and that was probably something you really had in your heart to do. But, but God said, well, you need something better than that. Oh yeah. Like the one that always, uh, helps me get to that like keeps me on that um path is tim tebow he mm-hmm. was playing nfl football and they took him out because denver he went, right yeah yeah right the denver broncos yeah and he was he was doing awesome and once he started uh talking about the lord they just cut him off right there 
And you know what? He he even says it. He's like, you know what? Football's not my thing. Maybe I need to do God's work, not my work. Yeah. And you look at him now. He's traveling the world. He does everything for the Lord. And that's awesome. That's what keeps me motivated, too. Him. His, what had happened to him. Right. And then years later, me being here with the youth, with my mom and my father, and then them just being uh, pushed back for a little step down and it also hurt like again like it was another another footstep and another uh, setback yeah another setback and man it felt like god was letting it happen to me again and you know we just needed to learn love and compassion that's what it was and you know it, then when we learned it we came back and it was different everybody was like y'all y'all you are so awesome like y'all's family is so awesome why how come y'all are still here and we're like it's not us, it's God. Like, you don't, we don't have no say so. If God wants us to come back, we'll come back. If God wants us to leave, we'll leave. But He has to tell us, and He has to tell us all. Like, sometimes we're like, oh, do we? It's weird. Like, we could say, are you ready? And I'm like, no, God doesn't tell, God's not telling me yet. So then we're like, oh, okay. Discernment. If, yeah, discernment. And like, it's a time and a season. It's always, there's a season for everything. And sometimes seasons end. Right. And sometimes you have to move on to another thing that God wants you to do. And you know, it also comes with its with its challenges too. Like our season ended with our father. He had just passed in 2020, July 9th, due to COVID. It was, it was really hard knowing that my father wasn't going to come home no more from work. And it really hurt because not just me knowing that, my mom and my other sister, Victoria, knowing that, seeing him take his last breath. And in the hospital, by the grace of God, we got to see him in his deathbed. And I got to touch his feet one last time because I was the one that would massage his feet. <laughs> it was just something that we all went through. And and we tell my sisters, she's like, why, why couldn't I be there? I'm like, because we go through things that I can't explain. I have sometimes where I just cry in my room. And I'm like, man, I miss you so much, Pops. I'm And... Then I'm like, and then I get myself straight. I'm like, all right, time to go, time to go. And I'm like, and and that happens to me once in a while. It doesn't happen to me all the time. But man, like when it hits me, like, when was it? It was Sunday, Sunday night. I was, we had just got moved into our new house. So I was fixing my dresser. I was listening to music and a song came on and it just reminded me all about my father. Like the way he was, he would always, like, I know how there are dads that say, oh, you know, I, I love you. I'm proud of you. And some of them don't. Some of them just say, good job, or just pat you on the back. My father was different. My father always did the, I love you. I'm very proud of you. Even if if I haven't told you, I love you and I'm proud of you. And man, that would always warm up my heart. And not hearing that no more also hurts. But there are other, there are other things that happen too. There are other steps that need to be taken for me to understand you know we're all gonna die one day it's just not our time Mm -hmm. it was his time he finished his race he did what he needed to do he brought people to christ he brought my uncle and my aunt to christ my grandfather my grandmother my whole family was because of him well because of the lord actually that used him the vessel and brought them all and i mean i thank the lord he finished his race I think it was this Saturday, my uncle, 
my well his cousin I just call him my uncle <laughs> they just got he just got married to his wife and he was with her for 11 years and my father always told him when are you gonna marry her when are you gonna marry her when are you gonna marry her and my and my uncle's like not yet I'm not ready and my dad was like you know what you and her have been together for 11 years I see y'all as a married couple y'all fight like a married couple <laughs> <laughs> My cut, my kids stay at night like y'all are a married couple. Like we have to ask the Atara if we could stay right. at night. We have to have, ask Uncle Isaac if we could stay at night. And you know, Sunday, Saturday was the best day ever because my father was there. My father's picture was there. And they, at the end of the night, they were like, you know, it was because of you. Were, it was no, no, it was because of your family and your father and your mom for not pushing us but telling us to make it right. Yeah, make an honest woman out of my aunt. <laughs> yeah, and, and those, I mean, you, you reflect on those things now, and of course oh, they yeah. hurt, you know. And, and like you said, a lot of times we, we feel that we go through certain things, and I always believe that, you know, I, I think this is a tragedy because it shouldn't have happened. And it's all just for, it's all for God's purpose. It's right. not for our purpose. Exactly. It, and they're all testimonies, too. Like, some people may have some testimonies that that are afraid to share, a.k.a. like my aunt. <laughs> She's... She's an awesome woman of God. I, you've uh, mm-hmm. Xavier's mom, mm-hmm. and she's just she's willing, but a little scared. She's scared to give her testimony, and you know what? Testimonies are what bring people to Christ. Right. Testimonies are what bring women and children and men, including men. Like men are like, oh man, that hit me deep. Like they won't say it, but man, they're at home and they're like, damn, yeah. that yeah. was good. Right. Personal testimony, and that's yeah. what we're we're trying to do here because. I believe, you know, the things that you're sharing, there may be somebody out there that's like, man, I'm going through that right now. Or, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to school and I'm getting, you know, I, I know the word is persecuted, right? Oh, I yeah. mean, that's what it feels like. And you've touched on that as well and, and losing somebody. And, and like like you said, you know, True. a lot of these things that, that we get hit with will either make you or break you. Oh, yeah. Like, to be honest with you, not just my father that just passed, my grandmother just passed in February this year. And like, I've been put through the fire, me and my family. Not just my mom and my sisters, my aunts and uncles, and my grandmother and my grandmother's uh, husband, my grandfather. And you know it's hard knowing that they're not there. And my the grandmother that just passed was my favorite grandmother, sorry grandma. <laughs> and she would always do stuff for me. My my aunts and my uncles and my cousins were like, "You're you're bigger. You're 20 years old, and you're not cooking for yourself. You have grandma cooking for you." I'm like, I don't ask her. She does it for me. Like. She's out of love, right? Yeah. And she's like, you that. She would always say, you want Wolita eggs? I'm like, yeah, I want Wolita <laughs> eggs. And, you know, it's something something I have to grow up now. Not not grow up, but just know that she's not here no more. And I'm going to miss her. She was my favorite. Like, I was always there. Right. And, and, again, you know, talking about these things, I know that, like I said, if somebody's listening, you're going through these hard times of these issues. Understand that God, God doesn't put these or lead you for you to to say hey i'm going to do this to hurt you no a lot of times we may get that feeling right we yeah, get that like, doubt like that's why i'm like i'm angry at god and it's like you know sometimes god had nothing to do with it you know Let's maybe yeah that's true like sometimes it doesn't have to be god and you know maybe you put yourself through that that thing you know what i mean yeah i mean again you know some of the decisions we make we we have to realize that there are consequences of some yeah. decisions that we make and then there's other things that you know what let's be honest and i was talking to this uh, with somebody it's like you know there's things that we can control mm-hmm. and things that we can't control oh true true 
And so there's no sense in me trying to waste my time or, or you know, feel sorry for myself for those things that I cannot control. I can't control the sun. Oh, you know, yeah. The sun's going to come up regardless every oh, day. Oh, yeah, every day. So it, it's going to happen. I can't control it. It's going to rain. Uh, so why am I going to be mad when it rains? I can't control it. Yeah. And so in life, those things that do come for whatever reason, it all comes down on how do we handle it? Is this going to make us or break us? Yeah, that's true. In, in your situation, I know what you've gone through. And you all are still standing. I know it's hard because you guys have taken hits left and right. Oh yeah, like especially with the you know with the loss of your dad, which man was a great friend of mine, and and I miss him so much because you know when we would talk, I, you know we say hey, yeah, we'll get into some deep conversations. I know. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know I I loved his heart. You know he was a servant's heart, and he wanted to do things. And he said, hey, yeah, let me know, bro. Let me know. I got your back. We'll do this. And you know we move, but we wait on God because certain things happen at certain times. And we can't get ahead of God's plan. Oh, yeah, you can't. And, and so a lot of times it's we're thinking, man, if we would have done this earlier, we could have done this before this happened. It's like, we don't know. I mean, God works in mysterious ways. God's timing is not our timing. Oh, yeah. And God's... so I do miss him a lot because, you know, now that he's not here, you know, some of the things that are starting to happen, I'm thinking, man, that would have been so awesome for him to be part of this. But I, I, I want to really keep that alive and, and know that, you know, some of the things that I do, I know we do for God, but I would want to know that, you know, hey, bro, I mean, I, I would see ourselves doing what we're doing oh, if yeah. this is what God has called us to do. And always, and people always tell me, like, oh, man, you need, a, you need to live like your dad. No, no. like, And some people are like, don't live like your dad. Live for your dad. And we're like, yeah, that's the way we are. Yeah. And we, whatever we do, we know if we're doing it for the Lord, we're keeping our father, we're keeping our father alive mm-hmm. in our hearts. We know that he's there in the mix with the Lord. We know that the Lord is with him or with us. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm there. He's part of you. He's part of you. He's a part of us. I mean, physically, you know, physically. Yeah. Yeah. And and in so many other different ways. So he may not be here physically, but I always believe like when my dad passed away, you know, it was hard because he was, he was in the hospital and he was going through his issues too. And you, you know, you look at him and you wish, man, I wish like we were talking about earlier, I wish I could just take that away from you. Oh, yeah. You know, just literally somehow pull it away from you so you wouldn't have to be going through what you're going through. But unfortunately, it it is what it is, and that's what happened. But yet, I always feel that when there's a loss, like like your dad's loss, you know, that I'm going to see the good things come from it, not the fact that he did pass away, which I understand, but something good is going to come from this. Oh, yeah. Like, there's always something good that comes out of something tragic. Right. There's always a good part after the bad part. There's always something that you're going to have to go through that gives you something at the end, that gives you something in return. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's always a bad, but there's after the bad, there's always a good. If you're looking for it. If you're looking for it. Yeah. If you give up, then, of course, it's That's not going to be know. there. Yeah. But, man, like, right now, I've to be honest with you, we've been blessed so much already. And I mean abundantly. And, you know, we feel like... You know, it's because we didn't let our father's death go in vain. Right. We're doing the Lord's work. And that's the thing for those people that are that listen to this and feel the same way that I have gone through. You're not doing it for yourselves. You're doing it for the Lord. And I tell myself, so I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the Lord. I'm doing this for the Lord. I'm, I'm not going to give up because you know what? If you give up, you're letting the devil know he's one. Mm-hmm. You're letting them know, you know what, I took them out. Let me go to another person. You don't want to be like that. 
you want to be the one to where the devil's like, didn't I just hit this guy? Didn't I just hit this woman right here? I took her husband. I took her. I took this kid's father from him. I took this kid's grandmother. I took this kid's passion from him. And he's still going. Like, what, what, what do I have to do to make him give up? And that's the thing. You don't want him to let make you give up. You want right. to keep on going until it's your time to go. Until you hear the Lord's, until you hear the Lord say, good job. Like, you did your job. Now come home. And that's all I want to hear. I'm not doing this for nobody else. I'm not doing this for my mom, for my sisters, for my father that just passed, for my, for my grandmother, or for my family. I'm doing this for my God, Jesus Christ. And you know, if they see me doing it, and they, and they get inspired, and people get inspired... And they tell me, some people are like, man, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're so awesome. Like, you you do things like, you just, you don't give up. That's awesome. Don't give up. And they're like, and I, you know what? Take the compliments because you need them. Sometimes you do need them. Right. But don't take it to your head. You're like, you know, it's all me. It's all me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, no, we, you, you got to. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we need affirmation. Yeah. We're, we're human. We have emotions. I always tell people we're created that way. Yeah. We, we need to be have life spoken into us. I mean, the, the word talks about it, right? Yeah. It talks about speaking life into people. Yeah. And and I, I'm a firm believer in that. I'm going to affirm you because I know what you're doing is good. And, and, and I'll say it because I see you doing it. And I know where your heart is at. I know yeah. that even though, like you said, you, you're getting hit left and right, left and right. And one of them was a really big hit. But it's either I stay down or I get up. And, of course, it's hard. And the thing is that, you know, we're very emotional people, and those things hurt us inside. But we also realize that, you know, I, I have to keep going not only for myself, but also, you know, I always believe, like, when my dad died, it's like, you know, it's tragic that we lose somebody and, and the way they go. But I realize that I got to keep his spirit alive in me yeah. and, and know that if we forget them, then I think they've really died. But as yeah. long as we remember them, everything that we do, everything that is in us, if we're part of them, I think that we keep remembering who they were and keep that alive, their spirit. I don't believe they ever left us. I think physically they may not be here. But in, in that sense, I feel that he's still alive in me. Yeah. Like you don't you don't forget about him because, of yeah. course, like you said, that make that makes them dead. Right. And you don't want that. Like who wants that? Yeah, like, keep yeah, their memory they, alive and yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah, like, yeah, they passed. You got to understand, they're not going to come back. They're not going to come at night and say, hey, how was your day? You know, things will get better. No, you got to tell yourself that. You got to, sometimes people just got to grow up. And yep. they're, that's they're, the hard part. There's a lot of people that don't want to grow up. Well, there's people that are already growing up that still don't want to grow yeah, up. Yeah, like, if you're on this podcast, you need <laughs> to grow up. I'm not I'm not trying to make fun of you. I'm not trying to give, say something mean. No, we need to grow up. Where this you world, created for so much yeah. more. Yeah, God has gifted you with things you don't even know. Like, I was just watching Mortal Kombat, the new one. Y'all need to go watch it. It was good. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so don't tell me anything about it. <laughs> oh, I was just about to. I'm oh, well, that's, that's okay. Yeah, no, but he, what they do for the realm on Earth, they get you ready for the battles. And that's what God's doing here on Earth. He's getting you ready for the battles. And you don't know what your power is until you go, until you train. You need to train. And that's what they were doing. Yeah, they were like preparing, they were in yeah, preparation. They, and it was already close. Like time is like the way they say it in the Bible, time is ending. God is coming. If you're not ready or not, he's coming. And he's coming quick. 
And that's what I see in the Mortal Kombat. Time is coming. You're going to have to fight. And these guys are not ready. Like, they have their symbol of the Mortal Kombat fights. Like, the fight is coming. And they don't know what their power is. And Liu Kang is... I forgot the other guy. But Liu Kang knows his power because he's he's trained. He's learned. And these other guys don't. And he's like, you need to learn quick. Because it's our time is almost here. And, and Raiden, the realm, the realm keeper, the one that keeps um, Earth safe is like, you need to learn unless I'm just going to kick you out. You need to get your life in order. You need to grow up. You need to understand that you are God's creation. You have a passion and you need to show that passion and you need to come to the Lord and he will show you everything. He will teach you. You just need to listen to him. And, you know, you were created on purpose for a purpose. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if you're listening right now. There are I, no accidents. Right, exactly. Everything's pre-planned already. And there's a reason why things happen. A lot of times we may not like the outcome of how things turn out. And I get that. And don't get angry about it, but figure out, okay, how do I make this work for me, right? God has never really left you. A lot of times we're the ones that pull away from God. Yeah. And we God feel is where empty. you left him. Right, exactly. And, God and is he's going to be there all the time. Yeah, he's going to wait for you. He's not going to... He's going to be sitting on a lawn chair, sitting back on a, with a nice tea and waiting for you, just saying, you ready? Whenever you're ready. Yep. He's still there. Right. If you, if you left God and you're listening to this and you feel like he's left you, no. He's sitting right there where you left him, right there where you gave up. And he's there and he's always been there. He's never left your side. Never has he left your side. You just left him. You decided, I could do this on my own. I don't need him. No, you need him. You need him every day because there are some things that you cannot go through. On your own. On your own. Yes. And so, again, it, it's very plain and clear. I mean, you've heard a little bit of Jake and what he's gone through, and I think the message is very evident. You know, if you're out there, if you're struggling with something, whatever it may be, an addiction, drugs, alcohol, or maybe I know we were talking about this earlier. You know, sometimes you think, hey, man, I think it's better if I wasn't here, maybe if I took my own life. And those are things that I can guarantee you God doesn't put in your head. Oh, no. I can guarantee you that the enemy's messing with you, trying to figure out how can I get to you, how can I take you down. And the fact of the matter is that no matter what you're dealing with, God can give you an answer. And sometimes it's hard because we don't want to really rely on God because maybe, like you said, you know, well, you know, I haven't talked to God in a year. It doesn't matter. He's still there. Yeah. He's still there. Right where you need him, he's still there. All you have to do is reach out to him. Psalms and 121, 1 and 2. I lift my eyes up into the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. That's all you need to do. You need to look up to the hills. Sorry for interrupting. No, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, and you just need to let God take control. You need not to say, oh, I got this. I don't need nobody. I don't need I don't need God. No, God is what's going to get you through this no matter what. There is no one else that will get you through this. Once the devil has you and you feel like he has you, that's it. You've That's because you've given up. To a certain extent that you cannot take. There are measures that you could go past. There are certain boundaries you could go past. And you are still there with God. God will be there through you. Be there for you through everything. And that's what you need to know. You need to know that God will never give up on you. That's You've right. given up on God. But there's always a way back. There's there, always a way. You know, God never turns his back oh, on you. Yeah. He'll never say, oh, well, you never you never pray to me. You never acknowledge me. He won't blame it on you. He'll be exactly. like, you know what? I love you. Come back. I'll help you. Just listen. And that's the thing. Some people are hard-headed. They don't like to listen. They feel boulders are getting thrown at them. And God's like, no. 
And so, you know, again, Jake has the reason to really complain and really just kind of like say, you know what, after everything that's happened to me, everything that I've done through, that's it. I'm ready to give up. But that's the message. Don't give up. Don't give up. He's Don't never, give up. He's never given up. He still continues to go on. No matter as many hits as he's taken, he knows that God is still with him. And that's what we want to make sure that you understand that God is with you. God has never left you or forsaken you. All you got to do is just say, hey, hey, Lord, I, I need you right now. I, I'm dealing with a certain issue, a certain pain, a certain hurt. And he knows that already. He knows exactly what you've gone through because he, the word of God says it very clearly. He says, I've known what you've gone through because I've gone through it and I have overcome the world. And so in other words, there's nothing that you can go through that he hasn't gone through already. And he knows what you're dealing with and what you're going through right now at this very moment. Don't give up hope. Please do not give up hope. You know, if you need someone to talk to, then by all means, you know, I'm available. You can call me at area code 210-550-1966. Or you can leave us a message on our Facebook. That's Youth 412 Connection. You could also call me 210-750-7668. And text me before you call because sometimes I get area codes that I don't even know. But yeah. for real, we're here for you. We're not... We're not going to give up because you know what? That's God's right. never given up on us. And you know what? We will never give up on you. Never. Love and compassion is what we show through ev- to everyone. And I thank you for having me, Sal. You were Thanks an awesome for coming on, friend. Appreciate it. Yeah. You too, bro. I, I love you, man. And love you I too. know that, you know, God's still working on your life and oh, our yeah. lives. And, you know, I know that God's opening doors. We just continue moving on. I mean, we're still going to do what God's called us to do. And sometimes it's really you walk by faith because you have no clue. Yeah, you you don't. (laughs) You just, your eyes closed. Your eyes closed and your spiritual eyes open. And that's what we need to do. Thank you again for joining us here. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I want to continue doing what we're doing here and bringing you different guests every week. Like I said, if you would like to talk to somebody, don't ever think that you're alone. Let us know. Give us a call or reach out to us, like again, on our Facebook page. Leave us a message or call us directly. We're here for you. You know, God has not given up on you, believe me. When the world thinks or you feel that the world has given up on you, God has not given up on you. And there are people that are willing to help you. That's right. Everywhere. You just need to ask. Thank you. Thank you again. Appreciate you coming. Thank you. We're going to continue, like I said, doing this, and we hope that you continue to like us, share this, let people know about us. Maybe if you're a youth, high school youth, or maybe a young adult that would like to be on our podcast, uh, shoot me a message, or like I said, call me, area code 210-550-1966, or at our Facebook page at Youth412 Connection. Leave us a message or some encouraging words. I'm always posting things that are speaking life into the youth and some of the things that may be coming up as well. So tune in, please let us know, and we will be back with you again here next time. Thank you, guys. God bless. Love you. God bless you, too. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our Youth 412 Connection podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast. If you are a youth or know of a youth that would like to be a guest on our podcast, or if you would like to sponsor this podcast or donate to Youth 412 Connection, you can call or text us at 210-550-1966. Or you can leave a comment on our Facebook page at Youth412 Connection or email us at youth412connection at gmail.com. Thank you.